Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Grimsley, Danny Mack, Randy Carricker, the opening drive, 101 ESPN, Jamie Rivers, our colleague here at 101 ESPN, co-host of The Fast Lane from 2 to 6, and also Blues Analyst on Valley Sports, joins us. Uh, Rivs, good morning. How you doing? Oh, good, guys. How you doing? We're doing hey. great. Let's let, let's start with this. Uh, did last night and the result of last night's Blues-Panthers game, was that at all a surprise with the way the Panthers were going? Uh, no, not really. I mean, they haven't lost since they played the Blues in Florida. I mean, that was the last time they lost was when the Blues were down there uh, and beat them. And they've been on a tear ever since. And Matthew Kachuk, I mean, he's been on a tear before last night's game. And then last night, he puts up three goals, and he's obviously a huge difference maker. That team, that Florida Panthers team, they're built for playoffs, man. Watching those guys play, they're big, they're fast. They get to the net every single time they cross the blue line. Pucks and bodies are at the net. They they defend very well. They've got good goaltending. They're going to be a they're going to be another team. Like this is going to be another year where they're competing for the Stanley Cup. And Matthew Kachuk, the St. Louis native, obviously being a big part of that, right? Oh yeah, he's. He's the driving force of that team. Even though Barkov's the captain and, 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 you know, they've got some good leadership and some veteran guys over there. Like, even last year, his first year with the team, you know, the, the impact that he had on the Florida Panthers, he, each and every guy talks about it, including the coaching staff. The coaching staff yesterday down at the ring just talking about how, you know, Matthew came in and immediately became the leader of the group without, like, without kicking the doors open and being like, hey, I'm here, just – quietly doing his job and, and working hard and being a great teammate and treating people very well around the rink and everything. He just, he became the guy that the players looked up to and that followed and how he plays, you know, kind of drove the team last year to whatever success they had getting all the way to the Stanley cup final. Hey ribs, you guys had Doug Armstrong on the uh, telecast last night for fans that maybe didn't see it or didn't hear anything about it. Was there anything that stood out in your visit with uh, you and John and, and Doug that uh, maybe you can relate to fans? Uh, just that uh, he believes there's a, one guy in particular, one prospect that he thinks is going to make an impact earlier than anybody thought, and that's Jimmy Snuggerud. You know, and Danny, you know this, and Randy and, and Brooke. That usually, there's a a bit of a formula to these players that get drafted. It, it, if you're not a top five pick, usually you're not going right to the NHL. Usually, it's a year or two down the road, and you got a little stint in the minors. You got to figure out the pro game, and then work your way up to the NHL, and, and kind of bide your time and 
But he, you know, Army feels like Jimmy Snuggeroo might be ready for NHL action the moment he signs a contract. Now, time will, you know, will dictate how that goes, and, and the player certainly has a lot to do with that. If he comes up here and plays well, then you know it's it's time for him to play here. But you know, we'll see. But that surprised me because Army usually doesn't tip his hat like that. You, Army usually slow plays his hand on purpose just so people's expectations don't get you know, too high, too quickly. But he was pretty blunt about the fact that he was Jimmy Snugger, who's going to be here real soon. Yeah, I, I was really not taken aback by it. I was um, excited for Blues fans to hear about a young prospect like that. And I was kind of reading between the lines when they signed Nathan Walker to a two-year one-way deal, is that then you have clarity for the most part, on your fourth line. And if Snuggerud comes up, you know what? He's not going to go fourth to third to second to first. You're talking about a guy being maybe, you know, inserted into a lineup and being a third or second line guy. Yeah, I think that's important. I think once you establish, you know, what the bottom of your forward group looks like, then you can start to grab these young players and put them in positions to succeed. And that's the one thing that I'll go back even to when I played that always irritated me was goal scorers coming out of junior college that are putting up big numbers and then they get called up to the NHL and they're played on a fourth line or they're played five or six minutes a game. It's like, what what are we doing here? You know, their talents are not on the forecheck. Their talents aren't bashing people's bodies into the wall. Their talents are scoring goals, but you can't do it when you're sitting on the bench. So I like the idea of establishing Know who your role players are going to be, where they slot in, and then when you got young talent, whether it's Snuggerud or Dvorsky or whoever else comes up the pipeline at Bull Duke, you know, they get an opportunity to play in your top nine and maybe even an opportunity to play on a power play. Okay, Rivs, uh, I want to change the subject a little bit. My co-hosts here have been all over me this morning because I've been talking about the greatest comebacks of all time. It's comeback player of the year time in the NFL, so people are talking DeMar Hamlin, great comeback. Joe Flacco, great comeback. For people that aren't aware of it, Jamie Rivers, when he was playing in Russia, suffered a ruptured spleen, literally died on the operating table and had to be defibrillated back to life. What was that like? What was it like to die and then be brought back to life? (laughs) Well, Randy... um... You know, it was uh, it was unique. I'll tell you that much. You know, we the story. You know, it's hard to tell the story sometimes because you don't have a lot of time to tell it. And I think as the years go by, I remember smaller details more so than when it happened. But yeah, it was it was interesting because when I when I came back to life, um, you know, I was laying there with. So my abdomen was still cut open and people were like walking around doing things like they had just left me there to, you know, to be deceased. And they didn't, they didn't know that uh, I wasn't ready to go yet. And uh, so I remember that being kind of horrified at like, why am I laying here with my abdomen cut wide open? And, and it was a tough road from there because the next time I woke up was in intensive care. And at that point, you know, you're battling. Mm-hmm. You talk about battling through life and battling through things. Like I was battling for my life. It was a horrible experience, um, to say the least. Because did you, ever, did you see there. the white light? We we always we, we read about and, and see in movies the white light. Did you see the white light? No, I, I I can't say that I did. I always I joke around sometimes when I have a few cocktails with some people and. I'll make up a story that's not true just to get them going a little bit. <laughs> it's um, great for radio. You know? 
You know, like I'll make up some crazy story that I'm like, man, you have no idea. They are partying on the other side, man. It is awesome. Oh. <laughs> well, first of all, we're glad you're here. We're, we're thrilled that you're here. I just, uh, I, I think when we talk about comebacks, I, the, when you have to battle like that, that must be one of the most proud things that you've done to, to engage in that physical battle and win it. Yeah, it was wild, man. It was a physical battle, and then obviously there was a, a massive mental battle that went along with it. Because once you know, once I figured out that I was still going to be around, um, you got to figure out now what what you're doing with your life and, and how things have changed. And and there's a whole there was it was a struggle there for a while. I'm not going to lie, but you know you figure it out with people or good people around you. You figure out where the pieces are going to go, and, and you work hard at trying to reestablish yourself and, and kind of move on. And you know it, everything's uh, still a work in progress, but uh, I'm feeling pretty good about things well, right now. And you should. And we're thrilled that you're here. Just one thing in in, the, in a minute or so. We're thrilled you're alive, yeah. Jamie. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I would imagine that you you can really relate to Demar Hamlin then. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, um, you know, watching these things happen. Now, like you know, Randy, I was there for the Chris Pronger thing in Detroit, and then I was there for Yuri Fisher collapsing on the bench in Detroit. I was his teammate at the time, and then watching Demar Hamlin, you know, following my injury, you you're very, I don't know, it kind of hits home, and you understand what the athlete is going through, and you you understand that the the steps that that athlete's taking, just as a human being, just to get through everyday life to try and figure out where you're going to be and, and just the struggles that are there. Yeah. It hits home. It absolutely does. Every time I see anything like that, uh, I, I'd be lying if I said it didn't like jar me a little bit. Yeah. Well, we're thrilled that you're with us. Uh, so I guess tomorrow night, also, end of the end of the day, tomorrow night's game against the Rangers is not necessarily a must win. Uh, well, no, it's not a must win for the blues, but too. Yeah, you really can't lose games in the NHL these days. I mean, gone are the days of, ah, we went through a four or five game slump and we figured it out. No, you can't do that anymore. Teams just keep winning around you. And if you lose too many, then you're, you're out of the dance. And I think for the Blues, they have to get right back into the win column against the Rangers and, and pick up points, man, because the Oilers are going, the Kraken are going, Nashville's still hanging around, the Coyotes are hanging around. Like, there's a lot of teams that are in the hunt for those wild card spots. Absolutely. Jamie, you're my comeback player of every year. <laughs> Thanks, Randy. I appreciate that. All right, brother. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it, and we'll talk to you soon. You got it, man. Thank you. See you later. The great Jamie Rivers with us on 101 ESPN.